podcast presented by Microsoft Service. I'm excited to be joined by 49ers defensive lineman Eric Armstead, who is joining us from West Virginia. How is life in West Virginia treating you out there? Oh, it's been good. Uh, the Green Bar is, you know, they have a really cool resort here. Um, everything was set up so we could, you know, function like normal, like we're back uh, in the day in terms of practices and um, meals and, you know, meetings and everything. So it's been, it's been really cool to be here. Have you ever been to West Virginia before? I, I haven't been, so I'm just trying to figure out what, what's out there. No, it's my first time. And, you know, we, we flew in, it was dark and haven't left the resort. So I haven't, I haven't seen too much, but uh, the resort is amazing. Okay, I've been told that there's different things you can do out there. Like you can play basketball, you can go ATVing, there's bowling, there's a casino. What have you been up to? Have you done any of the activities? I know you guys are focused on week three, but when you have the off day, are you getting to enjoy any of it? Uh, yeah, what do we do? I, I went to the casino on the off day, um, didn't partake in any of the other activities. Um, but the, we had a night at the casino, which was fun to you know with all the guys. Okay, and that, is that kind of like a team thing? Everybody kind of comes down, hangs out, gets to spend time together kind of situation? Yeah, we had it blocked off for the team um, on Tuesday. So we all, all went down there together, whoever wanted to go and, you know, all have fun together. Looking at history, your last two road trips last year, you guys did Youngstown in between Tampa Bay and Cincinnati, and then it was Sarasota in between Baltimore and New Orleans. But the team is 2-0 coming off of road trips. Do you guys feel like being on the road together helps build that team camaraderie? Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, getting out on the road is, is, you know, breaking up the monotony of uh, kind of the season and, you know, some new scenery. So it's fun to you know, experience a new place and, you know, you don't really get to travel uh, as much for an extended period of time with your teammates. So it's cool to be somewhere for an extended period of time and uh, enjoy some new scenery in a new area. So this is year six for you, right? If my math serves me well, I'm not great at math. But, yep. uh, okay, six years in the NFL, you've done a little bit of traveling. Favorite city to visit when you're on the road is there – a stadium or a city you're like, oh, I'm glad this is on the schedule this year? Um, yeah, I like going to – I haven't – I don't think I've played in every stadium. So uh, I like to check off the, the new cities. Uh, we played in New England this year. That'll be um, – that'll be fun to, to go play there. Um, playing on the road, you know, playing in Seattle, those games are always hostile and fun. So um, – New Orleans was crazy. They had a crazy atmosphere. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a few places, few places uh, I like to go, but I like going to the you know stadiums in the cities I haven't played in yet. Perfect. That led me into my next question. Where's the stadium, the city that you haven't been to but you're excited to go to? You said uh, Foxborough at Gillette Stadium. That's one of them, right? Yeah. So yeah, Foxborough was one. Um, I think that may be the last one on the list of stadiums that I haven't played at. Um, and New Orleans was my first time last year. And uh, so we go back there, but not, no, I haven't played at Tennessee. I haven't played. Um, but those are the only two that pop up out of my head right now. I think 
um, Foxborough and Tennessee that I haven't played at yet. So, uh, no, I haven't played at I haven't played at Jacksonville either. <laughs> uh, but there's just a couple. Yeah, just a couple. Okay, so you're checking them off the list, and you'll get to check off one of those later on this season. Okay, uh, well, let's talk about this offseason. It's obviously been unusual for every single person, yourself, myself, fans, everybody listening. But how did you stay prepared for this 2020 season while you're not physically at the facility, you're doing things from home, plus juggling a million other things that we'll talk about in a little bit? But how was that for you? Um, you know, it was, it was very interesting. Uh, you know, it was a new experience. Um, a lot going on, a lot happened, uh, but, you know, got to keep the main thing, the main thing, which is, you know, football. And so uh, I prepared and worked out as hard as I could to, you know, get ready for the season. And in this off season, you also got married to your lovely wife, Mindy. Uh, how was planning the wedding in the midst of a pandemic? How hands-on were you during this final stretch? Uh, yeah, it was, it was tough. We did a lot of planning. Uh, last season, actually, and then our plans had got changed. We were supposed to get married in Italy, and obviously you can't travel there, so we had to cancel that and reschedule something. And uh, so we did something small in Santa Barbara, um, kind of just like our immediate family. So it was good. Uh, it all worked out, you know, happy to be married and, and uh, kind of um, kind of get through that and we're just – Glad and happy that we were able to at least do something or have some some type of ceremony. Okay, so for the people that want the details, like myself, uh, tell us a little bit about this special day. Uh, was it everything that Eric Armstead ever dreamed of? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was perfect. Um, you know, I had my our immediate our immediate families there, um, Santa Barbara. We it was like the wine country in Santa Barbara, like Santa Ynez area. And uh, we had a good, you know, good two days, two, three days out there um, and, you know, got married in front of, you know, our family, uh, which we love so much. And, you know, we're just fortunate enough that at least they could be there. And, uh, you know, it was amazing. We got to see a little bit of the pictures on social media. It looked absolutely stunning. So congratulations again to you too. But uh, let's, let's jump into the season a little bit. We, we can't talk about this year without not at least touching on the obvious. And that's the loss of several guys along the D line. It's something that you obviously never want to see, but what's the vibe in the locker room? It, I feel like for us watching, even though you're coming off of a win, that was like the toughest win, uh, just watching everything go down. But what was the vibe for you guys? Uh, the vibe, the vibe is, you know, we're excited. We're excited. Um, a lot, a lot more football to be played. We're excited uh, about, you know, what we have, what we have here, um, what we have in our organization. You know, still uh, a lot of talent. Um, it's tough when you lose, lose guys, um, but you know that that creates opportunities for for younger players and other guys to to step up. And um, we still have, you know, a lot of guys coming back. Um, last year, we had a lot of injuries, too, and, you know, just everybody saw the season uh, that we had. So um, we're excited, excited to continue to play football and, um, you know, this journey uh, this season. You know, each season creates new challenges, and um, this one of the challenges we're going to have to overcome is uh, injuries. 
a couple of names, Ziggy Ansah just joined the D-line. Another one, Dion Jordan, potentially activated from the practice squad. He had a press conference and he talked about his relationship with you and how you guys have been able to learn off of one another. But how does this D-line pick up where you guys left off? Uh, playing, playing hard, playing how uh, we know we're capable of playing. Um, you know, losing, losing, you know, two, two key guys um, for the season and um, also the other injuries, D, Ron, Ju, um, some of the other guys, you know, it's tough, but, um, you know, I have faith in the men in the room. I still think we're uh, more talented than a lot of other D-lines out there, um, even though uh, some of our guys are down. And so we're going to, you know, get to work and play hard. That's what the faithful want to hear. Uh, well, let's talk about Javon Kinlaw. He's another guy, a new face along the D-line. What's been your impression so far? And, and granted, yes, it's been two games, but what have you seen out of him just through training camp and through practice and his first two games where he was on display? Uh, JK's been great. You know, I, I've been impressed uh, just by JK's maturity um, coming in. He's like a real old soul, cool dude to uh, be around. He's a great rookie. Um, so it's, it's been great to play alongside of him. Um, he's been making plays for us um, and helping us out tremendously. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to do my part in uh, any, anything I can, can teach him or, or help with um, to, you know, help him become the player that everyone knows he can be and continue to get better. Uh, that's, you know, that's my responsibility and that's my role. All right, and I just brought up his name, the newcomer, Ziggy Ansa, a veteran in this league. What have you seen from him? Are you familiar with his past? And what do you think he can bring to the steel line? Yeah, Ziggy looks great. Obviously, he's, uh, you know, was one of the most dominant uh, guys in the league, um, you know, for, for a long period of time. And uh, I think he's, you know, finally healthy now. And um, so I'm expecting, you know, big things, big things from him. He's been looking great in practice. And, you know, I'm excited to, to uh, play with him. All right, so I got to talk about it because it's one of my favorite topics. That's the D-line group chat. I'm sure every position group has a group chat, but I don't know why. I'm just more interested in you guys because there's so many of you. But I want to know who texts the most in this group chat? Who's the one that's always having something to say? Uh, I mean, everybody Everybody chimes in their, their fair share. Um, you can hear, you see anything from from jokes to uh, sending, you know, plays on film or clips that we saw, uh, funny stuff we see on social media. Um, but er everybody chimes in, you know, their their fair amount. No one's no one's over, you know, overly doing it. Um, so yeah, it's 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 pretty pretty good balance. Good mix of stuff. Okay. Well, listen, I'm like a big GIF user. I'm always using a GIF or a meme. Is anybody a GIF or meme person? Um, here and there, you know, it's got to be real, real pertinent to okay. the situation, okay. uh, what's going on. And, you know, whenever you use one of those, you want it to be impactful and be funny. So, yeah. It, it has to be the right gift yeah. or the right meme. So exactly. I respect that. <laughs> All right, Eric, you were recently voted a team captain, voted on by your teammates. This was your first year being voted as a captain, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, what what did that mean to you just to get that kind of honor from your teammates? Oh, that, it's it's a huge honor. Um, you know, I take pride in that and uh, being being a leader and fulfilling my role on this team. 
um, and shows, uh, you know, all the hard work I put in. And, um, you know, that feels good to be appreciated and respected by your peers. You know, I think that's why a big reason why, you know, I play football and, um, you know, do the things I do. So it's, it's a huge honor and uh, I don't take it for granted. I don't take it lightly. Um, you know, I, I appreciate, appreciate that honor and um, going to try to, you know, fulfill my, my responsibilities to the best of my ability. Robert Sala was talking this week and he talked about how you have developed into a leader. It's not just this year, but it's been in years past as well. And on the topic of leadership, each time you address the media, you highlight some area of social injustice or educational inequalities and a number of other topics that you're passionate about. I just want to know, how did this idea come to mind and, and what do you hope comes out of these, these moments where you're able to educate those that are listening? Yeah, uh, just trying to figure out more ways to be impactful and use my platform. Um, I thought this would be a good way to educate people on topics that I feel are important um, in the subject of, uh, you know, social injustice and um, the fight against, uh, in the fight for uh, equality in our country. So um, just thinking about how I can have the, the biggest impact and, um, you know, football is great. It's amazing. Uh, you know, it's what I love to do, but there's uh, so much more important things going on uh, in our world. And, um, you know, they can be tied together, football and, uh, you know, the fight for equality can be tied together. And so um, I wanted to, you know, merge those two, uh, merge those with my platform. Absolutely. I admire what you're doing in the community and speaking out. And, and I'd love just to give you this opportunity to use this 49ers podcast as a platform to share what with everybody listening what you've been up to with your foundation and in the community if there is anything you want to share with us and give us a little insight on yeah um so right now i've really been you know focused on uh the season um and uh i've been researching and uh, studying different things to you know use at my uh, media obligations um to push uh things forward um and also right now uh, with the election coming up, um, I've been uh, with the with the team and with the help of uh, a bunch of other players. You know, we're trying to push um, the importance of voting, and um, so I think that's the most important thing uh, right now um, is to educate people on uh, the importance of voting, to educate people on you know who they're voting for and the reasons why they need to vote, and um, so yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been working on uh, right now. Um, we've done some things with with the uh, with the nonprofit Arms Academic Project. We're still continuing to uh, raise money for uh, different programs and different um, initiatives, um, and we're creating partners um, and and planning some programs too. So um, everybody can be on the lookout for that too. Love to hear it. We love to see it. Uh, we definitely appreciate what you've been doing over these last few years uh, in the community, but don't want to keep you all day. Before we go, I have a question that I land, I end every podcast on, and it's going to require some thinking on your end, okay? okay? So, you're facing the Jets, New York, well, it's technically New Jersey, but right now, for the sake of this, we're going to call it New York. New York is known for their pizza. So, we, you and I, we are going to build a 49ers pizza. And for each part of the pizza, I need you to give me a position group or a player to help describe that portion of the pizza. Does this make any sense? 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So we did this last week with Trent Williams. Now you're up next. So we're starting with the crust. The what crust. position group or player is the crust of our 49ers pizza? I'm going to say the crust, you know, keeps everything together, foundation. So um, just one position. I'll, uh, let you, I'll let you do one or two. Okay, I'll, I'll go, I'll go uh, up front for the crust. So O-line, D-line for the crust because it, start, it starts uh, up front. Exactly. You, you and Trent have the exact same answer. Okay, let's go with the sauce. Who's the sauce of our 49ers pizza? The sauce, hmm, that's got to be pretty f- flavorful. So it's a big part, but kind of subtle. Um, I'll go with, I'll go with the linebackers. Okay. What, what made you bring up, use the linebackers for our sauce? Um, cause I mean, linebackers, they have a, they have a big impact, but you know, not a lot of necessarily a lot of splash uh, plays and, and stuff like that. Huge impact on the game, making all the tackles, running around, um, huge impact, got to cover and stop the run. But, you know, they're not uh, overly flashy and, and don't get the most love. You know, and when you eat a pizza, you're not really like, you know, the sauce just, just, just comes there and it's, it's steady and it's consistent. I like that. That's a really good, like, thought-through answer. I wouldn't have expected that one. That's a good one. Okay, let's go with our cheese. Who's our cheese on our pizza? Cheese. Hmm. I'll go with... um, I'll go with the running backs for the cheese. Okay. All right. Cheese, you know, it's it's, it's a big part, obviously, and it packs a lot of punch, so uh, I'll go. I'll go with. I'll go with cheese. The running backs. Okay, I'll take that. I like that. What kind? Well, this is just general. You don't have to give me an answer yet. But what toppings do you like on your pizza? Are you like a meat lovers guy? What do you go for? Um, man. So, like, I, I don't eat. I eat, I really don't eat pork except on if I'm eating a pizza. I like gotta have some pepperoni every now and then. Okay. So, uh, I'll do like pepperoni. Um, or if I'm like still on my no pork, uh, hype, then I'll do like barbecue chicken pizza. So, Ooh, okay. Since we already have our sauce, we'll use pepperoni for this one. What position group are pepperonis on our pizza? Ooh, pepperonis, the top icing on the cake. I guess the receivers. Okay. Yeah. I like that. They can be the the pepperoni because their receivers are flashy. And, you know, obviously KB, you're going to notice pepperoni. You're going to notice KB out there. That's facts. That's a a really good answer. I'm liking this Eric Armstead 49ers pizza. Well done. Uh, Eric, we appreciate having you on the podcast. Um, We're wishing you all the luck. We can't wait to see what you do this year. And uh, have fun out there in West Virginia, okay? Get out there. Do something fun. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Talk to you soon.